It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Get ready for success. Leadership Strategies for Women is a show dedicated to providing practical and valuable strategies for emerging women leaders of today. It's your time to get inspired, motivated, and challenged to achieve your vision for success. And now, here's leadership speaker and coach, Ellie Nieves. This is the Leadership Strategies for Women podcast, and I'm your host, Ellie Nieves. I'm the founder and president of Leadership Strategies for Women, where I develop seminars and webinars to help high-achieving women show up, speak up, and step up in their careers. To learn more, please check out my website at leadershipstrategiesforwomen.com, or you can follow the Leadership Strategies for Women page on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Here to talk to us today about book publishing is Grace O'Donnell. Grace is the Chief Operating Officer of Leaders Press, an all-in-one solution to outsource your book easily and economically. Grace O'Donnell is an interviewer and a storyteller who has been crafting stories for over 10 years. She has had the privilege of working with Leaders Press for two years. Her empathetic nature, innate understanding that two completely opposing ideas can both be true and valid and the embodiment of her authentic self, empower people to let their guard down, revealing the most fascinating parts of their inner selves. Grace, welcome to the Leadership Strategies for Women podcast. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm absolutely delighted to be here. Yeah. So Grace, tell us about your background. Tell us something about, you know, your back, your, your family, your education, any hobbies? Sure. Um, so I grew up on a farm in the middle of nowhere in Ireland, but being Irish, uh, I think we're naturally, you know, storytellers. So, you know, we've got the gift of the gab. I kissed the Blarney Stone, so I definitely got it after that. Uh, so I think I was kind of destined to go into the creative arts. I loved it. And then I had three older brothers, so I think they really toughened me up, uh, which I think is a great um, asset for the business world, you know, being competitive and they're just three of the best people in the world. But because I grew up on a farm in the middle of nowhere, as much as it gave me a lot growing up in Ireland, I was like, oh, I want to go out and see the world. So I kind of left for university to go to Ed the University of Edinburgh, where I studied psychology because I'm just fascinated by people, which is kind of like how I got into book publishing. And yeah, that's been it. And then various travels and, and career after. So what inspired you? Like what, what triggered that desire to go into book publishing? Oh, I definitely think the love of people. Like I really just love, love people. Um, you know, I studied psychology at university and I'm always just trying to figure out what makes someone click. 
And I love, I don't know if you know Neil deGrasse Tyson, the famous astrophysicist who is, you know, forever discovering things about the universe. But he was saying, they asked him, oh, what's one question really like answered? And he was like, oh, how the human mind works. And I was like, great. Okay. (laughs) If one of the leading astrophysicists is like, that is the question I'm most curious about. And it makes me feel like, yeah, learning about people is um, a really valid choice. And I think my role at Leaders Press is to kind of empower people to feel comfortable, to tell their story, to get that out into the world. I often like compare our process at Leaders Press to a pregnancy because it lasts nine months from conception to pushing your beautiful baby book out into the world. There's a little bit of stress, a little bit of nerves, but everyone is always like super happy once it's out there and they can see, you know, it growing and developing into something new. Um, So just working with people, I just love it. Yeah, I feel really lucky to do what I do. That's great. And I definitely want to talk to you more about the publishing process. But before uh, we move into that, I would still want to talk a little bit about you. I want to know what are some of the challenges that you might have faced as you were striving to get ahead in your career? Uh, I think figuring out my niche was like a big thing. Um, I think that's maybe something a lot of people struggle with. I tried a bunch of different stuff. I worked for uh, kind of a national government agency. I worked for a developmental charity in Africa, which helped um, prostitutes with HIV. I worked in filmmaking in kind of studio big pinewood studios and as a freelance filmmaker so kind of um pursued a lot of different crafts and then i realized that the one thing that was connecting them was storytelling and that i really really wanted to do that um and i loved interviewing people and so my role at leaders press just really this is kind of perfect for me because i get to do both of those um and i think when the The other struggles is kind of as a leader trying to create a safe space. We like we have a very cross um, cultural team and I've worked in a lot of cross cultural environments before. And there are so many things that can get lost in translation. And it's one of the things I kind of pride myself on is creating that space. Um, But there's always more you can do. Um, So those are kind of some of the leadership challenges I'd say I have. And how about any lessons that you've learned that have helped you get ahead in your career? I love this question. Uh, this is so great. It really, it really makes me think. Um, and I think one of the things that really helped me is learning that there are three levels of listening. So um, I don't know if you know about this, but there's like um, the kind of level one where you answer someone back with something about yourself so you kind of haven't been entering into their world then there's like where you answer based on what they've said which is you you are kind of connecting with the other but then there's a third type of listening which is where you're kind of listening to what isn't being said and you're taking into account the general context and you're just it helps you anticipate problems before they even happen and just learning about I mean I kind of knew a lot of that intuitively but reading about it um, and actually seeing it in black and white and understanding it allowed me to pass that on to all my project managers and just enabled me to be a much better leader so I love that 
And this is a kind of a funny one, but I learned this from improv, which is just to lower your shoulders. Like if you're in a tense meeting or a nervous meeting, we carry a lot of attention in our shoulders. And one of the things that they told me in improv is you just you have to keep your shoulders as far away from your ears as possible to make sure that you're kind of speaking naturally and uh, in the moment. And I found it really helps. Like it's such a tiny little adjustment, but it does help you to just be who you are and, and relax. Um, and another one that I think is great is just um, kind of deciding on your values. Um, because when you decide what those values are, uh, it makes making all those decisions a lot easier, like being honest, valuing people, taking ownership. Um, you'll find that everything gets simplified when you have your kind of value system in place. And everyone's is going to be different. But um, yeah, because who you are as a person kind of really reflects who you are as a leader, I find. I love that you said that because life does become simple when you know what your values are, because it's easy to make decisions. You know, your decisions are based on those values. And even when opportunities present themselves, you're able to say no and yes to the right and the wrong opportunities, right? Because you yeah. know that you're what your values are and those opportunities should align with those values. So I think that's a, that's great, great, great advice along with what, along with what you, what you ch shared about communication. Uh, I think communication is key to being able to, you know, get along with your coworkers, but then as a leader, when you want to go up in your business and you want to climb the ladder of success, if you can't communicate effectively, communicate your goals and be able to build relationships effectively, uh, you're not going to make it to the next level. So thank you for sharing that as well. Yeah. So let's talk about book publishing. You know, um, yeah. we've got a lot of people in our audience who have a dream of publishing a book. There are leaders in business and a lot of them are curious, you know, so tell us what the difference is between hybrid publishing, self-publishing and traditional publishing. Sure. So traditional publishing is what we all kind of typically think of publishing where you have to find an agent and then the agent has to push you to a bunch of different agents, um, to a bunch of different publishing houses. And then uh, you get an advance, um, but then you get only 10% of royalties and you don't have as much creative control over your content that could get you to change kind of half your script. And so there are all these hurdles you kind of have to get over. But I mean, it's still, uh, really wonderful way of getting published but what I really like is how much it's changing so self-publishing is so accessible to everyone and I think everyone should consider it um you know you can just go on Amazon now there are thousands published a day and if you have something to say I I often think people shouldn't overthink um their book you should kind of come down with the let's say 20 ideas you want to cover in it and then throw out any of the ones that look terrible and then make sure it's coherent. And then you've got your book. You can just fill that in. I know people who've written a book in a week that still makes the money um, because it's just about, do you have more knowledge than the person buying the book? And then hybrid, which is what we do is we have that traditional, um, it, publishing in the sense that we are sold in bookstores um, because we have a distribution deal with Simon & Schuster's 
but you have all the comfort of self-publishing in that you just decide what story you want to tell and we tell it for you and we market it for you. Um, we do everything. It's kind of a fun process. People come in, they do 15 hours of interviews with us. And then on the basis of that, the, our ghostwriters create um, a just an amazing manuscript. So those are kind of the three different areas and they each have their merits. If you are strapped for time, I would say you wanna go for something like hybrid. If you are just really determined to get your voice out there, I would go for self-publishing because um, you can do that much faster. Um, so yeah. That's great. And one of the things that authors often become preoccupied with is how to become a bestseller once they're published. So what does it mean to be a USA Today and a Wall Street Journal bestselling author? And what are the different means to become one? Yeah, so that's something we kind of specialize in. And we kind of, uh, you can either be a chapter in an anthology, or we can make your whole book a USA Today and Wall Street Journal bestseller. And basically, that means that you've sold at least 5,000 copies of your book in one week, which is not easy considering most statistics say most books will sell a couple hundred books in their um, whole lifetime because the market is so competitive. And there are tons of different ways of doing this. So you could um, create an anthology with a bunch of other writers and have each of you do promo. Um, there's a lot of great promotional sites out there uh bookbub is particularly good um so it really um varies um but it just uh, it, so the what it's really useful for is building reputation for your next book and also building reputation if you want to use this book as kind of a business card as a lead gen and so that's when I would recommend why it's useful. It's just a way for people to realize that you are taking this seriously. Um, yeah. So tell us more about that. How can being a published author help you establish a reputation as a leader? Yeah, well, one of our authors, Rick Orford, he actually, he's a IT consultant. He actually says that he uses the book instead of a business guide. So he'll bring a few copies with him and just hand them out. And I think that's great. I think there's still something about the traditional black and white word that um, makes people sit up and take more notice and makes people respect you as a thought leader. Uh, just because the level of detail and the level of clarity that you need to bring to write a whole book is a lot and commitment. Um, and also there's just a kind of greater depth of knowledge that people can get from reading your book. So you've been really uh, helpful in terms of providing insight and in, in publishing for our uh, listeners. Tell us what's next for you personally. Oh, I love that. Uh, I'm probably just going to have a bath at some point. No, but, uh, <laughs> um, uh, I think I was telling you before we started that I live in Portugal. So I'm going to go and they have these amazing custard tarts 
um, pastel donata. And they have this vegan version, which is like a 20 minute walk from my house. And Lisbon is very hilly. So I think I'm going to go walk there. Um, and in general, uh, life's just wonderful. I really like Portugal. I do a lot of pottery and pole dancing and traveling. I was in Rome last month. So just more of the same. That's fabulous. So how can our listeners get in touch with you? Oh, brilliant. So uh, they can take a quiz, which tells them kind of what kind of author they would be at leaderspress.com forward slash podcast. And they'll also get a free um, copy of Outsource Your Book, which is a really useful book, which tells you everything about kind of writing your own book and the different things that are involved. That's fabulous. Grace, thank you so much for uh, allowing our listeners to learn more about the book publishing process and how they too can become authors, whether they have the time to publish a book or not. You've provided some really insightful perspectives. Thank you. And to all of our listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, God bless. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.